0: Hey, and welcome back to the One More Thing podcast, a podcast where we revisit our weekend conversations at Northeast and highlight one more thing to help you walk out your faith in the middle of the work week. Uh, We've been in this series called Gifted, uh, a conversation on the spiritual gifts. And this past weekend, we were talking uh, about a unique category of spiritual gifts, what we call the love gifts, right? Gifts like service or some call it hospitality, uh, gifts like generosity, mercy, and even the gift of administration. Uh, But as I was reflecting on this weekend conversation and reflecting on the spiritual gifts, uh, I realized there's one more thing that needs to be said And here's here's the tricky thing about spiritual gifts. Though every believer is gifted, not every believer is spiritually mature. Now hold on to that thought for a minute. Though every believer is spiritually gifted, not every believer is spiritually mature. And the key with spiritual gifts is that you have to have spiritual maturity. And here's why. And so here's the one more thing I want you to hold on to. Without spiritual maturity, the spiritual gifts are muted, muted like a TV without volume. There's a glimpse of something there, but it's not operating in its fullness. It's largely ineffective. It's missing the glory of all that it could and should be. We kind of hinted at this in week one of the series, um, we we talked about the fact that spiritual gifts are not the marker of spiritual maturity, but rather the fruit of the Spirit is. The fruit of the Spirit is what Scripture points to as a marker of our growth and a marker of maturity in Christ. And so the more that we grow in Christ and the more that we should see the fruit of the Spirit emerging in our lives, right? And the more that that fruit is there, then of course, the more effective we will be consequently in using our spiritual gifts for the good of others and for the glory of God. But by way of reminder, then what are the spiritual fruit? What what are these things that scripture is pointing to? Galatians chapter five, verse 22, 23, give us the spiritual fruit. It says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's interesting that right at the top of the list then is love. And we were just talking about the love gifts this weekend. Service or hospitality, generosity, mercy, administration. Here's the thing though. If you try to operate in those gifts without having spiritual maturity and and the spiritual fruit of love, it's going to fall flat. If you try to love someone, right, through service, but you don't really love them, you're doing it begrudgingly, God may lead you to love someone that's difficult and you do it kind of with a stubbornness or with a hard heart, like that's going to show up. The other person will sense that. So without the spiritual maturity and spiritual fruit of love, those love gifts aren't really as effective as they should be when we're fully surrendered to the Holy Spirit. I mean, why is it then that, that a lack of spiritual maturity impacts the gift so much? Well, because we do things with wrong motives. We'll, we'll do things serving ourselves or looking for the accolade for ourselves instead of trying to give glory to God. Uh, we'll serve only those that we want to instead of serving the ones that God has called us to, or we'll we'll serve only the way that we want to serve instead of serving the way that God has called us to serve, right? No limits, no boundaries, no strings attached. And worst of all, if we don't have that spiritual maturity and, and we're not having the evidence of that spiritual fruit, we can end up operating out of our own strength instead of God's strength. We may serve someone, but we'll be serving with, with you know, exhaustion because we're operating out of the flesh instead of the spirit. See, without spiritual maturity— spiritual gifts are muted. They're just not as effective. There's a picture of something there, but it's just not coming through loud and clear. It's not resonating in the world and resonating in the body of Christ like it should be. See, in order to be used by God well, we must be pursuing God well. And in order for our spiritual gifts to be as effective as we long them to be, then our walk with God must be, must be diligent. What does that mean? Well, we're talking then about spiritual disciplines, right? Spending time in God's word, spending time with God in prayer, making sure that you're living fully surrendered to the spirit instead of walking in the flesh, right? Driven by your desires is what we mean by that you got to ensure that you're in in solid Christian community and not doing life alone. All of these are facets of a walk with God, of, of spiritual disciplines that will produce spiritual fruit. Here's the other thing. I mean, spiritual maturity will keep us from having gift envy and gift projection. That's something else we've been talking about in this series. Gift envy, uh, desiring another gift, wanting to be like somebody else, wanting to have a ministry that somebody else has or that God has called somebody else into. And We think that's better. We think that's more mature. Well, when we have spiritual maturity, we recognize, hey, what God's called me to is different, and I can be content in what God has called me to, and I can recognize the tremendous value of what God's called me to. Spiritual maturity keeps us from gift projection, right? Of telling someone else, hey, you need to be wired like me. You need to care like I do. You need to love this ministry as much as I do. Well, when we have spiritual maturity, we can recognize, hey, not everybody is called to the same thing. And that's okay. In fact, we can celebrate that because that makes the body of Christ more real, more robust, a fuller picture. See, spiritual maturity allows people of different gifts to stay in the same family, And the reality is it's so easy to be driven nuts by people who are gifted and wired different than you. And without spiritual maturity, then man, we push away from those. We don't see eye to eye. We expect others to be like us. But with spiritual maturity, we can recognize what Paul says in the scriptures that we've all been gifted differently and we need the different parts of the body to be a perfect whole, perfectly whole in Jesus Christ. You see, without spiritual maturity, the spiritual gifts are muted. So it's not just enough to identify your gift. You got to walk in step with God, seeking him, living, surrender to the spirit and seek to be growing in your faith. So don't just sit waiting for God to do something in your life. Pursue him. Walk today in him so that you can be used by him for his glory and for others good. This is the challenge because without spiritual maturity, the spiritual gifts are muted. Hey, we want to keep these conversations going So hit us up on whatever social media platform you use, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, uh, and drop us questions you have about the spiritual gifts. We'll spend the next several weeks uh, addressing some of those questions and pushing more into this subject matter. So direct message us, uh, whatever it takes, uh, tag us so that we see it, uh, but interact with us. Tell us what questions you have. We want to interact with you. We want to answer those questions. And we're going to keep coming back here each and every week to help you walk out your faith in the middle of the work week. Thanks for listening to One More Thing. If you have questions or comments, please reach out to us at nebc.ch contact. To hear our weekly messages, be sure to subscribe to the Northeast Bible Podcast on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to stay connected with us throughout the week by downloading our app or following us on social media at Northeast Bible. Thanks again, and we hope that you join us as we continue to make disciples on mission for Jesus Christ.